0: Good morning, I'm Deb Stevenson and I'll be your reader today. We're reading from the Gospel according to Mark. Now, after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God, and saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. As Jesus passed along the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. And Jesus said to them, follow me and I will make you fish for people. And immediately they left their nets and followed him. As he went a little further, he saw James, son of Zebedee and his brother, John, who were in their boat, mending the nets. Immediately he called them And they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men and followed him. The Gospel of Christ.
1: Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O God, our strength, our rock, and our redeemer, amen. So last week we heard the story of the call of two of Jesus' first followers, Philip and Nathaniel, and this week we've got the call of four others simon and his brother andrew and james and his brother john the latter two being the sons of zebedee all for jesus calls they drop everything immediately it says they sign up they hit the streets following in the footsteps of jesus this rather strange savior now it may not sound like it when you first hear it but This story is somewhat astonishing. It's astonishing. And the astonishing thing is this. You'll notice that all four of these fellows, who Jesus calls as his disciples, his first followers, they are fishermen. They're fishermen. They catch fish, they eat fish, and they sell fish for a living. Now, what's so astonishing? about that, I mean, it's kind of the opposite of astonishing. Truth is that any rabbi worth his salt probably would have searched high and low for the best scripture scholars and the most learned, decisive leaders. But first place Jesus goes looking isn't Harvard or McGill. It's not Silicon Valley, Bay Street, or Wall Street. He doesn't even search the alumni directory at the Vancouver School of Theology for folks with a Master of Divinity degree like me. Rather disappointing, isn't it? No, he just strolls down the shores of Galilee. He hits the harbor and grabs some sunburned guys who never read a book in their life. They're dragging some nets in from the sea, calloused hands, giving it all they've got. And there's Jesus, you, 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 And you, you're with me. Disciples, follow me, and I'll teach you a whole new trade. You'll be fishing for people instead, he says. It's astonishing. Now think of it this way. One day, Jesus strolls into Courtney. Excitedly, we set out a parade route. First stop is a gathering of pastors at St. George's. City Hall's on there. They want to give him the king at the key of the city. Uh, There's doctors and administrators at the hospital, instructors at the college, school district barbecue, and the Chamber of Commerce banquet at the Crown Isle Clubhouse. But Jesus skips it all, and he just strolls down the commercial part of Cliff Avenue instead. Seventy-year-old greeter at the doorway to Walmart. Follow me! You! Come on! Young Pakistani woman leaning over a sink in the basement of the Ocean View long-term care facility. Follow me, he says, high school dropout in grease-covered overalls, taking a smoke break behind a garage, you too, you, 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 and you, you're all my students now, follow me, and I'll show you to do exactly as I do. I mean, the thing is, if you're going to put together a movement, you'll want the most competent. The most well-read, the most skilled, influential, well-formed that society has to offer, but rather than making his way up to the mansion on the hill, Jesus rambles down to the docks. First he calls fishermen. The least equipped and least expected he calls first. The astonishing thing is that Jesus' first choice of recruits are the least astonishing people to begin with, you know, it's fishermen first with Jesus. It's astonishing, it's surprising, startling, unexpected as it may be, but what does it all mean? Now, first, I'll tell you what it doesn't mean. I mean, it doesn't mean that Jesus doesn't call the educated, the wealthy, the influential, the powerful, or the spiritually immature, because he does. As the gospel unfolds, Jesus calls Nicodemus a clergyman, a rich man, Joseph of Arimathea, provides for his burial, and a soldier is the first one to acknowledge Jesus on the cross. A government bureaucrat from Ethiopia is one of the first non-Jews to be baptized, and the Apostle Paul himself was a zealous and fiery, over-educated clergyman like me. Who was called by the resurrected Lord Himself. And from Paul's letters, we also know that wealthy people, especially wealthy women, were stalwart leaders and patrons of the early church. Just in case those of us out there who are maybe wealthy or overeducated had our feelings a little hurt by Jesus in the beginning. The fact that Jesus calls fishermen the least expected first doesn't mean He doesn't call the most expected at all. Because he does, he does. What it does mean, though, is this. If Jesus comes to fishermen first, if he comes first to the uneducated and the unspiritual, it means that God shows no partiality. That there are no prerequisites of any kind to earn or obtain the favor the the power or the presence of god if he comes to the less wealthy and the least influential first well it means that he can come to anyone he can come to anyone the call of god is universal it's universal and it's egalitarian it's pure grace regardless of class or culture regardless of race regardless of gender of sexual orientation regardless of wealth piety or accomplishment jesus comes to fishermen first because if he can come to fishermen then he can come to anybody to anyone and everyone anyone at all That's why Jesus comes to fishermen first. He's a fisherman's friend. (laughs) And of course, if Jesus can come to anyone, it means that he can come to me And to you too. If he can come to anyone, he can come to you, even you. A lot of us get hung up when it comes to things spiritual. We assume that because we don't know our Bible well enough, if we're lacking in spiritual depth, if we're lagging in spiritual discipline, if we aren't fervent enough in belief, or find ourselves often on the side of doubt, we assume that only if only we were better, more accomplished people with our lives together, then maybe God would come to us. Maybe God might make something out of us. Maybe then we'd feel right and good and whole, finally. If that describes you in any way, and then, hey, the calling of these fishermen is mighty good news. It's mighty good news. If Jesus can call anybody, he can call you. Like Jesus says, the kingdom of God is already at hand. It has touched down. It has invaded the world. He is already at work renewing all things. And you're just kind of the creature that he is casting for to drag out of life's dark seas. You're precisely the kind of flailing fish he's come to hook, to rescue from loneliness, fear, and despair, and to haul into that great ship of salvation, his kingdom of companionship, courage, and hopefulness. The good news is that you're exactly the kind of person Jesus is looking for right here and right now. If jesus can call fishermen he can call anyone and if he can call anyone then he can call you and the thing is he is calling you he's calling you and me his words are as much for you and i as they are to salmon salmon that was a freudian slip wasn't it um simon <laughs> <laughs> Simon, Andrew, James, and John. The call is to all salmon. (laughs) Um, I'm here, he says to you. I'm here. The kingdom of God is at hand, and you're in. You and you and you and you. So follow me not as you should be, but as you are. Exactly as you are. jesus comes to us he calls us not as we should be but as we are this is one of the great and beautiful things about the christian message the message of grace jesus calls everyone as they are jesus calls you as you are not as you should be each and every one of us jesus calls it's the radical equality at the heart of christianity the great and beautiful truth at the heart of the gospel that jesus call is for everybody even if nobody listens the call is still there for me and you that is the great and beautiful truth at the heart of the Christian gospel the gospel of grace that that Jesus calls everybody into his kingdom it's a great and beautiful truth. And yet it's only the beginning of the truth. It's only the beginning. I'm reminded of the writer Anne Lamott, who writes a lot about the radical love of God and its unconditionality. And uh, one of the stories that she tells is the story of an old woman in her church who told her that the secret to the Christian life is this. She said, the secret is that God loves us exactly the way We are, and he loves us too much to let us stay that way. God loves us exactly as we are, but loves us too much to let us stay that way, which is to say that God coming to us, Jesus calling us, does something to us. It changes us. He takes us from, he comes to us where we are, and he takes us to where we need to be. Remember Jesus' words after he calls. Follow me, he says, follow me, and I will make you fish for people. The traditional saying, of course, being follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Notice in this last little bit that Jesus is the actor. Jesus is the actor, he's the one making a promise. I will make you, he says. He doesn't say, follow me and then do your best to try to fish for people. (laughs) He says, follow me and I will make you a fisher of people. I will make you. As Jesus came to them, the disciples are going to find themselves bringing Jesus others in the same way jesus called them hooked them in you know the salmon jesus comes to all salmon hooked them in they're going to find themselves doing their own fishing doing their own fishing jesus finds the disciples where they are as they are but he doesn't just leave them there he turns their lives into an extension of his own life he takes them in all their ordinariness and he turns them into vessels for the extraordinary grace of God once they're given the light they can't help but let it shine as the song goes this little light of mine I'm gonna let it shine I can't help but let it shine when they've been given the light which means that no matter what your vocation may be whether you're a fisherman or a janitor or if you're working retail whether you're a doctor or a lawyer or a teacher whether you're type a type a spiritual hero or an f grade screw up the promise is that he is coming to you right where you are and he's calling you to a whole new purpose in life to fish like he fishes this means using everything that you've got everything you've been given in your ordinary life as a lure for the lord your money your time your talent it's all there as bait for the kingdom of god for others to get hooked on the goodness of god and hear the same call of grace the good news of grace that you've heard I mean, it's been said that grace comes to us on its way to somebody else. When we're called by Jesus, this is our true vocation for our lives to be instruments of God's grace, ever extending outward. The Westminster Confession of Faith from the 17th 17th century said, That the chief end of man, the chief end of humanity, is to glorify and enjoy God forever. We're to be fishers of people. We're to glorify God and draw other people into the great enjoyment of God and God's grace. To be instruments of God's grace ever extending outward. Because... If Jesus comes to fishermen first, it means he can come to anybody. And if he can come to anybody, it means he can come to you, and it means he can come to your neighbor. He can, and he is, like a fisherman casting his net deep and wide over creation. Jesus is calling you into his kingdom, pulling you out of death and into life. And when you found yourself caught, soon enough you'll find yourself fishing too. Follow me, Jesus says, and I'll make you fish for people. Follow him, and he will, if you let him. I offer this to you in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.
2: You stand for our hymn of the day who you say I am.